0: To Catholic stuff you should know. The J10 initiative
1: stuff Catholic stuff. We can't sing on this podcast. Why not? I think we just violated a rule. Oops. Oh. That was less than 15 seconds. Less than 15 seconds, folks. This is Catholic (laughs) stuff.
0: You should know. about that.
1: That's all right. This is Father Nathan and Father Michael from Denver, Colorado. Hi. Greetings to all. Greetings. Um, what do you got? Oh, you got a little, you got your little I mouse. I got my,
0: my mouse yep. from
1: Linda Gershewski. Yep, Linda
0: gave N- a, a, new,
1: a new centerpiece
0: for our podcasting. So when I talked about working at Chaggy Cheese, Linda, one of our top, listeners. top ten listeners, Sent me a cool little ceramic mouse because I worked at Tiger Cheese. I like it, so it's in the studio now.
1: Where would you rank fall in terms of your favorite seasons?
0: Number two.
1: Wow, good. Yes. And then summer, number one? No, spring, number one. Oh, huh.
0: I like spring post, post Easter. Easter, of course. Exactly. And then sometimes. Right post Alive in Christ retreat, which is always my... I led it, but it always was the most stressful thing of the year for me. So mm-hmm. now that I'm no longer a vocations director, woo! I'm only the assistant now. And, uh, assistant. Assistant, so that means I don't have to stress out so much about it. So this, this next spring will be even better. Even yep. better.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I so. like fall. I like autumn. I like the coolness. I like jacket weather. Do you remember? <laughs> she, put on, she, she put on her jacket at some point, and she said, it's jacket weather. She jacket took it weather. off, and she said, it's no longer jacket weather. Is this a song I should know? <laughs> you really like uh, this girl. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring <laughs> to. Wedding singer, man. Wedding singer, okay. Oh, yeah. I know dude. the term sweater weather. S- better sweater weather. Better sweater weather. Yep. Uh, people are pulling out the scarves. Um, They're growing their mullets out to cover their necks. True. And the (laughs) the top of their back. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, Vest weather is the best weather. I heard somebody say that the other day. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I said we're besties with vesties. Aw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. We are besties with vesties. We are besties (laughs) with vesties. Yeah, so... um, yeah, I do love this weather. People want it just to get right into snowing and I'm like, oh, we yeah, got to no. ease into it. I love snow, but like, I mean, just like, let's just let it let it go for a little bit, but honestly, it looks like it's about ready to rip out there.
0: I like when when the uh, little uh, strip malls and downtown starts so putting the lights up.
1: There are there's Christmas stuff out at Home Depot.
0: Christmas, yeah, I, yeah. there
1: are Christmas trees. Up at oh, Home see, Depot. I don't mind. Oh, it's garbage, I, I man. Love,
0: I I love Christmas so much that they could they could put it up as soon as as soon as it starts getting a little bit chilly.
1: So this is Christmas. Yep, I couldn't believe it. I, I thought that was a little little early, but you know, whatever. Teach their own.
0: But it's like it's also before because we do the Philips fast. You Philips. guys Phil's fast is the, is the nativity yeah, fast. Yeah, Advent fast. Advent, fast. Yep. Advent mm-hmm. fast. So you guys... Now, now is that one of the... We were going to consider doing a podcast on this, but what what are, the, what are the fasts called in
1: the Roman tradition? The Ember Days? Ember Days. Yeah, I don't really know it. I mean, okay. I, I, I'd have to look it up. Okay. We'll have to do it later. Yeah.
0: But there's, yeah, the cycle of fasts. But this fasting season kind of stinks, just because you can't eat whatever you want. But it happens. I'm getting... I was looking at pictures, so like Father Benedict Rochelle... He died four years ago, two days ago now. And so I was pulling out, I was feeling nostalgic and melancholy, and i pulling out old pictures of him. And like, because I was on his show, like on the Father Benedict Rochelle show, Uh and I looked so different. I mean, I know everybody says that, but this is probably 2011, so what, seven years ago? And then I pulled out, then he came to visit me here, and we went to the zoo and I was I was looking like, at pictures of, like me pushing him around in the wheelchair, and I was like, I still looked so young. And I think it's because like my face just got fat.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: like the rest of my body is pretty normal, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like my face got fat. like it's it's so different in the picture. In a few years, so. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this on the podcast I, right now. But...
1: You're being vulnerable. <laughs> exactly. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I mean. I want my face to be thin again, Father. Oh, wait a second. We're not doing something beautiful for God podcast. We're doing Catholic stuff. Why are you talking about your fat face? I'm sorry. Leah would okay. feel really bad for you, but I don't. It happens. Leah would just laugh at me. I do laugh at you, but it's usually behind your back. Okay. What kind of Catholic stuff where we treat each other like garbage? Exactly. Um, yeah. So Father John's gone. He left. Yeah. He put you in charge of uh, the calendar. And then I failed
0: with the very first responsibility, namely... Oh, Do we already miss one?
1: Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we, 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 we,
0: we missed last week. I have to. I posted two more interviews for Matt. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I really, um, I really pay attention oh. to how the, the podcast. So is going I,
0: I know. So what happened was, is I just I totally thought that we had one or two more lined up, right. and all of a sudden on Wednesday afternoon at like 3 p.m., I get a text from Molly Tynan, our editor, and she's uh-huh. like, "What podcast am I posting?" And I cursed in my head, and then went looked up. We had nothing in the file, nothing. So I texted her. In the I said, hopper. Nothing in the hopper. I said. I said, "Do we have anything at all available?" And she said, "Interviews from Anaheim." And I was like, "Yes, let's do it." So anyway, we posted yesterday. Today's Friday. Yes, we, yesterday we posted actually two great interviews. One from this kid named Joey from Homeboy Industries, um, who was a great kid. I really wanted to post that one somehow. And then also um, I interviewed Brandon Vogt from oh, nice. uh, from Word on Fire. So I, I posted those two. Yeah. So they went out. And people liked them. People, especially like the Homeboy Industries one. That's where we're getting a lot of good feedback after in one day, twenty-four hours since it went out. But yeah. So anyway, we're on here. Mikey Mikey Texas texts and said he and John are going to record one before he leaves Rome. So, I hope. Well, <laughs> you, yeah, I you don't, look
1: skeptical. I'm not. I I I barely participate. <laughs> you know, on schedule. So. Well, that's why
0: I need to be more. I need to push you more and be like, GOBES, we need to record." And I, that's my job. Given to me by Father John Nepo. I failed already, but.
1: I would really like letter. to see how many episodes Father John recorded while he was at home.
0: With, with, with rap?
1: No, just like in general.
0: Oh, when Odie was here? Yeah.
1: Maybe he was slacking. <laughs> well, I'm sure we all were, but. I'm sure some were slacking. He still very more. intentionally I gave mean, me could, one job. I mean, I could I figure out their percentages. I could figure out the percentages <laughs> of the numbers of times that he didn't, didn't do it. He didn't record at all while he was in Minnesota. He didn't record at all when he was in New York. He didn't record at all when he was in Telluride. Right. Zero percent of the time did he record. Wow. Father John, you really got (laughs) to... I mean, you got to work harder, man.
0: But he recorded some epic ones when he first came back. Wow. Like, Like the epic one where I just sat trying to mediate between you and he... Getting sure. mad at each oh, other I for remember. an hour.
1: So, <laughs> I mean, you're kind of living on yesterday's, right. yesterday's glory.
0: But I'm, I'm also just feeling bad that I failed, yesterday's and so I'm, I'm, I'm trying man. to not make excuses.
1: No, if you remember, this is in reference to Father John using numbers to shame people oh, about Lord's, Lord's Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, you're making the numbers... Uh, say whatever you want instead of actually doing it correctly and he's like no I don't know what you're talking about I was like 0% of men have ever had a baby they're not trying hard enough okay. <laughs> and then he's like no it's not that but oh, oh no Father John how, lo- how often did you record when you were in Telluride 0% Minnesota 0% right wow yeah wow yeah anyways I'm feeling a little sassy I, I had can some tell. I had some quinoa okay <laughs> me all wild. <laughs> all right. Quinoa did that, but. Uh, I didn't set my timer, but I think that's sufficiently bantered up. All right. Banter done. Ready? Go. I'll give you two options. Okay. One, Spanish lesson. Two, wilderness survival techniques.
0: I'm going to go with wilderness
1: survival techniques. All right. All right. We're doing this one. I have two podcasts, and uh, we're going to do that one.
0: Will we get Spanish at some point?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Oh,
0: by the way, uh, people came up to me and asked. Um, I don't know if you can tie this in or not, but they asked, mm-hmm. since you, on a podcast, mentioned that you were not going to talk about something about marriage because you were going to use it for the retreat that you and I did together. Yeah. Now that the retreat's over, you might have to no, 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 no. That I'm doing something. a
1: retreat uh, with Father Larkin ah. at the end of the month. Okay, For couples that are going to be married. I see. And then uh, I'll do a podcast on it. We can wait. Yesterday's one. Okay. Uh, What is the most important thing that if you were lost in the wilderness that you would need to bring? Matches. That is one of the most important things. Water. That is also one of the most important things. Jesus. He's with you wherever you go. Okay. Um, true or false? It's salt tablets.
0: I only because you said it that way. I'm gonna say true. False. But, okay. So <laughs> stupid. You'd be dead.
1: You'd be dead. I, I don't know. Scurvy. <laughs> that, yeah, that's um, vitamin C. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's actually a uh, a mirror, a compact mirror. Oh, to start a fire. Well, to signal. Uh, to signal that you okay. needed help. All right. Yep. So we did this, uh, I did my wilderness training with Mike Gush up in Craig, Colorado with Father Mike Rapp. Shout out. Um, shout out. We, uh, and he put us through, you know, wilderness survival techniques. Okay. And we had to rank all of these things, you know, like what are the most important things for you to bring along? Um, like salt tablets and... Compact mirror, waterproof matches, a tarp, um, I don't know, food. You had to, you know, select like one to ten, okay. and then if you scored a certain number, you would probably survive. Oh. Uh, but it had to be—I think it was—the lower your number, the better. Okay, um, and uh, I got—I did pretty good, but I put salt tablets in there <laughs> because he did that. <laughs> right, he right. was like. Are you sure you don't want to take some salt tablets? I was like, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take some salt tablets. Wink. <laughs> and then it's like if you take the salt tablets, it's like the choose your own adventure, you're gonna die. Okay, you'll die a lot sooner. All yeah. Right. Idiot. Yeah. Um but the 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 number one thing is this mirror, hmm. okay? Uh because you can signal uh, you know, for help. Yeah. And uh, you can use the sun you know, at any time of the day, and maybe you can start a fire with it. I, I was thinking a magnifying glass, but yeah. Sure. Um, so then, anyways, uh, we, we did this team-building exercise for the companions. Okay. And uh, it was like, we got broken off into threes, mm-hmm. and uh, it was Daryl, Deacon Daryl Nepple, Al Ross, and uh, Tim Pinnock. They put down this sheet, and it's the exact same sheet. Like, rank these things. Oh, okay. And I was, with, I was with two dudes that, like, I can't remember which companions, but honestly, they were not exactly big campers, okay. you know? Um, and uh, I was like, just let me handle this. And then the one dude's like, are you sure you don't want to take some salt tablets? I'm just like <laughs> looking at him like, you're an idiot. And, uh, and then uh, Tim was like, most of you are not going to survive this. Okay, let's look at your guys' list. And I was one number off. I ranked them like I ranked something fourth and it was supposed to be fifth and something fifth and it was supposed to be fourth. And uh, he was like, okay, Goebbels team is going to survive. I was like, yes.
0: All
1: right. Number two, second question. Uh, Do you know how to do the Heimlich on yourself?
0: If I have a chair, yes. Okay. I
1: don't really know how to do it.
0: I've seen the pictures, but I don't. Like, if I actually had to put it into practice, I'd probably be just freaking out. Do you just kind
1: of jump on the back of the chair? Yeah,
0: you kind of like just ch- compress your chest using the chair. But like, you got to do Use it pretty weight. quick, right? I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. I think um, if, if you were in a panic mode, you'd probably do it pretty quick, naturally.
1: Well, what if you, I mean, you'd be looking on your smartphone to try to figure it out. And all of a sudden that chicken bone's getting further and further in. You're wondering to yourself, yeah. is anybody going to find me? my toenail is going to be completely grown out.
0: Does that happen after you die?
1: It could. You yeah, it does. Your, I think your toenails keep growing. They keep growing? Wow. And your like nose hairs and stuff. Oh, wow. Weird. Um, I say that because um, one of the more interesting WIMP videos that I watched whenever I used to be into WIMP, okay. but I've gotten away from binging on cat videos, okay. was a video of a guy doing a different uh, version of how to give yourself the Heimlich. Oh. And he, he was just saying, like, "Get on your knees on the floor, yeah, put your arms completely over your head, okay, and then just make yourself fall like forward onto oh. the ground, okay uh, with your head to the side, so that it compresses your cavity, your okay. chest cavity, right. and you go, Wo huh i've never I've never choked, but it is one of my yeah. fears. I could see that, yeah.
0: I have choked in front of yep.
1: <laughs> you and others. Yep,
0: I'm pretty used to it by now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right. So how is this Catholic?
1: Stuff? Here we go. All right, we're getting there. Okay. There's a very important acronym for uh, wilderness survival training that I think ap- applies very well to the spiritual life. Okay. And I almost had to use it in spiritual direction this week on oh. two different people. All right. All right. So, if you are lost in the woods, you are supposed to stop. Have we talked about this? Not that I know. I swear I I've done remember. a podcast on this, but whatever. It's recycled, you know, old news. But right. here we go. Stop. S. S. So, how would you get out of the woods if you were if you were completely lost? Stay put. Yeah.
0: Okay. Stay Use your put. mirror.
1: Yeah. Sit down.
0: Okay, sit down.
1: T, think. Think. O, observe. Okay. P, plan. Okay. Stop, Stop. think,
0: observe, plan.
1: Sit down, think, observe, plan. Okay. So. So calm down, in other words. Yeah. Don't forget. First and foremost, right, you need, you are completely lost. You have to acknowledge that you're lost. Okay. Sometimes people can't get to a point where they acknowledge
0: this is like step one in the twelve steps it's right acknowledge admit you, your you have problem. a problem yeah
1: exactly okay first and foremost you got to get to a place where you say i'm not on the right path right it's embarrassing you're frustrated yeah. maybe you're scared yep um, and the temptation is I'm just gonna keep going further further and further or i'm gonna I'm gonna find my way back on my own right so the first thing of this uh, Wilderness technique is you gotta you gotta you gotta chill out. Okay, you gotta sit down. You can't you can't keep pacing around. You can't keep roaming around like uh, you know. This is where Frodo got it wrong. Okay, you know? <laughs> we're going in circles. Right. Except he said it like a lot more dramatically. I was gonna say Femi, but yeah, okay. dramatically <laughs> is the PC word. We're going in circles. <laughs> that sounds like Stewie, but. Okay, first you have to sit down. Right. What is the number one rule of desolation? What's the first thing about desolation? Can you tell if you're in desolation? I don't know. I don't think I ever have. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Gosh, I forgot. You're you're asking the wrong guy. No wonder I never did this podcast with you. So in a a previous podcast, Father Michael O'Loughlin admitted... He's never been in desolation. I don't think I have. I maybe I have. He was, way. and then it actually was just indigestion. <laughs> and then he got over it. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> all right, now I have to explain to you now, what now desolation you teach is. Teach me.
0: Teach our listeners. Teach I'm sure there's me your more statutes. people like this in the world.
1: Um Yeah. We the absence of the of the feeling of the presence of God. Okay, uh, let's look at the rules for um, for desolation. <laughs> Fourth rule, spiritual desolation. I call desolation all the contrary of the third rule, such as... So the third rule is consolation. Consolation is... Uh, increase of hope, faith, charity, all interior joy with calls and attracts to heavenly things, to the salvation of one's soul, quieting it, giving it peace in its creator and Lord. So everything that's awesome, like just imagine everything awesome getting kicked in the junk. Okay. Right? And then you can't feel any of those things, and all of a sudden, whereas it was just great, everything's great, no problem, I can keep riding this out forever, now all of a sudden, you're just in the dark. In a ball, on the ground. Yeah. Okay. What is that song? Man, we are doing a lot of songs. Natalie Merchant, right? Cold and I'm Ashamed, lying naked on the floor. Uh, Illusions never change. That's not Natalie Merchant. I can't think it is. Some 90s chick. Wide awake and I can see that perfect life is done. That's all because of my older brother, Mike. Okay. No (laughs) offense. Uh, Desolation. Uh, Contrary to consolation, Darkness of soul, disturbance in it, movement to things low and earthly, the unquiet of different agitations and temptations, moving to want of confidence without hope, without love. One finds oneself all lazy, tepid, sad, and as if if separated from his creator and Lord. Okay. Okay. This is when you're wearing your barbecue, you know, stained uh, (laughs) pajama pants. Right. For like four days in a row. Okay. And it's like, I don't even care anymore. My life is over. Everything stinks. And uh, it feels like it's going to be forever. Right. So you were on the path. You didn't feel like you you could ever lose the path. Hmm. You keep going for a while, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, I'm in desolation. Right. What do I do? Right? Okay. First rule. Stop. Sit down. Sit down. Right. Sorry. Right. Any comments on sit down?
0: Well, no, I, I think it's actually very powerful what you said earlier about how... Like if you, it is embarrassing. I mean, there's. Yeah. It it can be. You're like saying it's like it's like gambling. In other words, I could. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play one more game in Vegas, and I could make a million dollars, or I could lose my kids' college fund. You know. And and people are saying if there's a chance of getting a million dollars, I'm gonna move towards that chance. You know. Then there's this. You know, like almost a human optimism. So. If yeah. we're in desolation, we're saying like, <clears throat> if I just keep on pushing forward, I can imagine, you know, maybe it'll get better.
1: You don't even know. You don't. Even, okay. You don't even know that you're in desolation until it's like, you know, okay, you're in it
0: until you're in a fetal position on the ground. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, and a lot of times, what happens is you talk to a spiritual friend, you talk to a priest, you talk to your spiritual director, confessor. Um, maybe somebody says something, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in desolation." I'm in okay. Like I've been. I, I, I have not been able to figure out why or how I got here, yeah. but now I'm lost. Okay. Okay? So the first thing is you got to sit down. Yeah. you got to sit down, and you can't, you can't just keep running. you got to stop. Acknowledge that you're in desolation. Right. Acknowledge it. Now, once you've acknowledged that you're there, you can begin to uh, make a, 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 some kind of assessment. Process right? it, Yeah. So sit down, think. Okay. So what are the reasons why you might end up in desolation? Hypothetically, Michael, Father Michael, Okay, yeah. (laughs) how how could somebody end up in desolation?
0: Uh, Sin.
1: Sin, right? You deliberately choose to uh, not follow God anymore, and eventually your your joy ride that you're on Mm -hmm. comes to a halt. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I didn't think I could get this far away from God, but now I am. Yeah, that's one of them. Good. What about neglect of the spiritual life? Yeah. Hey, do yeah. you know these rules? I do not. Good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like you were doing spiritual practices. Right. You were praying. You were fasting. Yeah. You were performing virtue. And then all of a sudden you just said, eh, I'm going to take my foot off the gas for a while. Right. I'll come and back to it. Yeah, I'll come back to yeah. it. And I can, I'll make momentum. Like right. it's not like I need to keep those things up. Right. What's the last reason? This is an interesting one.
0: You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the parable of the sower who sowed the seed and mm-hmm. the various reasons why the seed did not take fruit.
1: A sower went rocky out ground. To sow. Exactly. To see if the seed that he threw would grow. Some seed fell on the path. Ow. <laughs> Some seed fell on the rocks. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Some seed fell among thorns. Is this some youth camp or something? <laughs> yeah, it was like, that? like it was like this tape that <laughs> my little brother would listen to in the car, like over and over. And it was like enough already, dude. So the last one, last one. Um,
0: who? how about
1: you go too high, you come out the other end? <laughs> Whoa, like one of those Chinese. You know, finger tricks? Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) What? It's not a wormhole. (laughs) Like, consolation isn't a wormhole. So much consolation that you end up...
0: Wow. Gluttonous for
1: consolation. It's like Star Trek Deep Space Nine. You just end up in this crazy vortex. Right. Is that not it? All right, so this is the ninth rule. There are three principal reasons why we find ourselves desolate. First is because of our being tepid lazy or negligent in our spiritual exercises okay. and so through our faults spiritual consolation withdraws from us good okay. job Thank 25 you. points second we try to try us and see how much we are and how much we let ourselves out in his service and praise without such great pay of consolation and great graces god's kind of what you were saying god god Says, are you attracted to me, or are you attracted to the feeling of me? Ah, right. And do you prefer the feeling as opposed to me? Right. So, um, you know, everything's going great. You just you just keep going, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I could do this even if even if Mm -hmm. God wasn't helping me, I would still be honest. I would still be uh, kind and 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 patient. And then all of a sudden, God withdraws his favor, and you're just like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah. Everything makes you mad. And then the last one is, the third, to give us true acquaintance and knowledge that we may interiorly feel that it is not ours to get or keep great devotion, intense love, hmm. tears, or any other spiritual consolation, but that all is the gift and grace of God, our Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, To learn that that's the case. To humble us. To humble right. us, yeah. Okay. So you got to ask yourself the reason. Once you've stopped and sat down, you have to think, how did I end up in desolation? Right. What did my last week consist of? Yeah. I ate a lot of Doritos. I think we're in the 27th week of Ordinary Time. Like, you know, trying to figure out, like, what ribbon you are in in the bravery, and it's like, we are actually in, like, the 35th week, and (laughs) you're a little behind. You've been in behind for eight weeks. Right. you know, some of it's physical, too. I mean, say you stay up too late yeah, day after day after day. Yeah. You get up too early day after day. You work too, work too much. You sleep too much. You eat too much. All of those things can contribute to, like, even your body or your spirit kind of saying, I just don't feel good anymore. Yeah. And God actually saying, yeah, this is kind of a sign, a marker. So you got to think. Yeah. You got to think. Uh, when you're out in the woods, you get lost. you can't keep going to get lost. you gotta sit down and then you gotta say, all right what what do I remember yeah how long have i been how long have i been lost and it's even like
0: let the reality of the situation sink in yeah like make it intentional right yeah
1: right yeah because sometimes what happens is people just they just keep freaking out and they yeah. don't make any plan right and then all of a sudden like it's you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, and they're just walking further and further yep. away, yep. and you know, hysteria sets in, and a mountain lion finishes you off. Yeah. This is Catholic stuff you should know. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Can you be martyred by a mountain lion? I don't think so. No.
0: Unless somebody put you
1: there. Unless the mountain lion was actually owned by a villain, uh, and the villain was using it to torture you. But, there were many that were killed by lions,
0: but it wasn't the lion's fault. Early Christians, I'm talking about. Mm. Mm. Did you ever see the uh, extra footage, the deleted scenes for the movie, the Gladiator movie? No. They actually have a scene of lions eating Christians. Really? In the original Gladiator movie, there was a scene, and they nice. pulled it out. They, just, they thought it was distracting from the. Uh, yeah. Escape, but it, it shows this this whole family like huddled, huddled together, and these lions come out and. The lion, like, opens his mouth over some kid's head, and then the scene stops. Oh. But, yeah, it was actually in the movie. But did you know they were Christian? Yes. Well, prob- maybe one of them prays or something like that. Did they walk with each other? Yes. Did they walk hand in hand? <laughs> Are you going to break out in song <laughs> again?
1: <laughs> what?
0: It feels, it no, I said, like-
1: did they walk with each other?
0: I have a feeling this is like some weird worship song. You're going to start. Do they singing? walk hand in
1: hand? <laughs> exactly. And together, they'll spread the news that God is in our land, and they'll know we are Christians by uh, our love. Okay, by okay. our love, yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Uh, totally called that one. Quinoa, man. Why? Why does this stuff do this to me? All right. Uh, so you got to think. You got to. You got to sit down. You got to think. Okay. Third thing, you got to observe. Observe. Okay. You got to. You gotta think how long have I been lost? What happened? What are the reasons? Right. Now, as you observe your surroundings, you gotta say, okay, what do I have available to me? Yeah.
0: Looking to the future for the first time.
1: Well, even the present. Right. Like, okay. oh my gosh, I I ended up you know, in the course of this desolation, making horrible decisions. Yeah. Why did I buy an eleven pound bag of gin gins? <laughs> did I really need that? <laughs> Like, is that going to make me happy? Right. I like gin-chins, but do I need 11 pounds of them? And uh, so, okay, fine. Um, Star Wars underwear. Like, one pair? Like, maybe six this pairs? This totally sounds like you're speaking from experience. That's happened to me. Oh yeah. Oh, I've 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 been in desolation before, and then like I don't realize, and then like two days later, I get Amazon boxes. So I was like I was like, why why did I order this book? I was just like, oh yeah, this book'll this book'll really help me. Like, no, it won't. Um, so you got to observe. You got to look around at the present and just say, is there anything right now that is keeping me from re-entering consolation, from from getting back into a state where I'm open to God. Um, you know, have I have I made life choices that aren't terribly good? Am I in a relationship that's that's gonna keep dragging me down? You know, if you're in if you're in a bad relationship, if you're in a sinful relationship, not just like sexually, but like you have a a, a friend that's not actually leading you to holiness, yeah. or a coworker that's always you know kind of dragging you down or whatever. It's gonna be hard for you to re-enter a, a better place without dealing with that, right? So you gotta observe. Yeah, look look at the present situation and just say, all right, what what do I have available to me? If you're in the wilderness and you're gonna have to spend the night, right, you gotta be really honest about what do I have in my pockets, what do I have on my person right now. Yeah. Like, can I exist in the clothes that I'm in? Hmm. Are they gonna get wet? Um, like can I use some of the clothing in, in different ways? Um, I mean, it's just very interesting when, when people realize that they are in a, an emergency situation. Like, you know, they don't, they don't think, well, you know, like, I really don't want to rip this. It's like, right. they just deal with it. Preserve my life, yeah. Right. The, I found out, did you hear about those people in Wyoming that were exploring those ice caves? No. This dude is exploring these ice caves on his birthday and they get trapped, okay? Oh. I don't even know how long this dude was trapped in there. Okay. Him and his wife are stuck in this cave and they're burning everything oh. just to stay warm. Right. Like little scraps of their jacket, yeah. and whatever. And then eventually this woman starts burning her hair. Oh wow. They have to cut off like their hair wow. just to keep just to keep the fire going. And that's like a flash burn too. That's not going to last long. Yeah. Yeah. But I am just like wow. They Made yeah. real sacrifices. Yeah. And they knew, like, this is make or break. Yeah. I can't screw around with this anymore. Yeah. So you got to observe.
0: You could preserve, if, if you and I were lost, you could keep us oh, going because I have, have we no have hair to burn. Yeah. You
1: got- Actually, I, I could, you <laughs> could just like, like make a little down blanket out of my mullet. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> keep us warm. Keep us warm. So sit down, think, observe, and the last one's plan. Right, you got to look at your resources that you have available to you, right? And then you got to say, okay, I got to make a choice, and um, this is what I'm gonna. This is the path I'm gonna follow. Um, Sometimes people are like, I got to get out tonight, tonight. Yeah, I got to be out of here tonight, and it's like, nope, Hmm. that's
0: haste out of
1: out of desolation tonight. Well, desolation. I got to get out of desolation as fast as possible. Okay. or I got to get out of this emergency situation all right. like being lost as fast as possible. And it's like, "No." I see. Okay. You got to wait for the return of the light. So a lot of times people are like, "I do not want to stay out here mm. all night." And yeah. it's like it's 72 degrees. You're going to be fine, right? Okay? Like in the morning, you're going to be able to see better and you'll have, you know, a better idea, but right. you just need to be patient. And you might need to make legit sacrifices. Mm. So you got to make a plan, right? Be, and the plan is: I want to return to the path, or I want to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're in desolation, you got to remember: all right, there are people that love me. There was a time in which God did show His face to mm-hmm. me. Sometimes it's helpful to go back and read your journal entries yeah. um, where it's like, on this day, like, God, you know, demonstrated his love for me or, um, you know, sometimes people flip through their pictures or mm-hmm. something on their phone. And it's like, okay, those were joyful times. Right. It's not all bad. Um, so sit down, think, observe, plan. And then once you've committed to a plan, you got to stick to it. Yeah. Because in desolation, it's like um, I I could maybe I'll do this, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll become a an Alaskan uh, line cook. Oh okay. No, that's what I said at one point in seminary. Okay. I was like, I am so tired of this whole thing. Hmm. Maybe I'll just go to Alaska and become a line cook. Yeah. I could fish on the weekends, and then I'll just you know be a line cook. Yeah. It's like, really. <laughs> Like, that's going to be your life. Right. Um, so, I mean, when I say make a plan, it doesn't mean that uh, you need to formulate a new one immediately. Okay. You should not. The, 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 one of the most important rules of desolation is, I think, Rule 9, uh, or not Rule, rule 9. Uh, mm, where is it? Number 6. Rule 6. Okay. Which, according to Father John, is chill out. Okay. Except he says... Okay. Okay, so <laughs> just chill out, right? All right? Just cool out. Number six. Although in desolation we ought not to change our first resolutions, it is... Oh, no, it's number five. Sorry, number five. Number five. In time of desolation, never make a change. Again, in time of desolation, mm-hmm. never make a change. Mm-hmm. But be firm and consist, constant in the resolutions and determination in which one was the day preceding such desolation. Um. Number six is, although in desolation we ought not to change our first resolutions, it is very helpful intensely to change ourselves against the same desolation, insisting more on prayer, meditation, et cetera. Yeah. That's kind of saying, like, if you observe that you're doing bad things, okay, then cut out the bad things and, right. you know, try to do it. Number five is, like, you're like, I'm in desolation. I should change everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, just, just chill out. Right. We're going to get through this. Yeah. We're going to make a plan. The plan isn't uh, we're going to go further away from God or further away from the path that we knew beforehand. If God illuminates a different path later, we can take it. But as for right now, we just need to follow him and kind of with the same resolve that we had before. Baby steps.
0: Right. Yeah. And I've heard, like, don't make any big decisions in desolation. It's kind of the same thing. Like, Mm-mm. you know, don't, mm-hmm. you know, just stick to the plan, whatever it was. I mean, the church gives us a plan, right? I mean, the basic plan of holiness. Sacraments, self-sacrifice for others, prayer, you know, read the scriptures, et cetera.
1: Yeah. yeah, but a lot of times it's like, I maybe everything that I was doing before was wrong, and right. the reason why no. I'm feeling this is because everything was wrong. And yeah. if I change everything, everything will be yeah. right again. It's like yeah. people in hypothermia yeah. take off their clothes because they're actually feeling right like they're hot. right? And uh, they're not hot, yeah. they're dying, but they get the sensation that they're hot. So somebody in hypothermia, if they don't have somebody with them, could make really bad Really bad decisions, yeah, um, and actually do the contrary of what's actually going to help them. Yeah.
0: As traditional and orthodox as a man and a priest that I am, I think that's that's actually one of my tendencies is to say, to say, look, something went horribly wrong in the church, you know, decades ago, and so we need to change everything. Yeah, like and I was like, the, the, the there's a vocations crisis. There's a, a people in the pews crisis. There's a there's a spirituality crisis. All these crises isn't like just to say, you know what, you know, forty years ago, fifty years ago was a horrible, horrible time in the church. Let's change everything that we were doing at that time to to somehow prevent the crisis. And that that is, of course, not the answers. There can be changes. There can be rededications to Christ. There can be a rededication to the traditions of the game before it, but we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and just say, everything needs to go or we'll be left without a foundation.
1: Plus, I mean, like, when it comes to the church, um, sometimes we just have to say, I don't know what's going on, right. but I'm pretty sure the saints do yeah. or did, yeah, and we kind of have to follow them, right? but they don't give us everything. Right they kind of illuminate for a while and then they go out and then you're left until the next one yeah so part of it is um do what you have learned and you will live yeah like if mother teresa came along and was like we need to shake up everything yeah everything that we're doing is wrong it's like no she was like we could try a little harder and you know we could we could attend a little bit more to these other things yeah but she wasn't saying that the church was totally right, totally screwed, or you know John Paul, II wasn't saying the same thing. I mean so. it's
0: like we companions say that we're not, we're not trying to reinvent the priesthood. We're trying to find the ancient authentic priesthood. like me- members of the companions of Christ are not doing some new movement in the church that that's, that's going to like bring about something in the priesthood that has never been done before. It's just we're finding what the authentic life of the diocesan priest should look like at its heart. Nothing new, nothing newfangled, just authentic diocesan priesthood mm-hmm. as lived out in the community life in through the way that we try to live it. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people find that? What was that that you were looking at?
1: Sit down, think, observe, plan?
0: No, the the, uh, the rules of discernment. Oh, the
1: rules of discernment are by St. Ignatius. Okay. Just type in... Uh, rules for discernment. Rules for discernment by Saint yeah. of Loyola. Okay. Yeah. Spiritual exercises. I know people will ask if you don't say it. Yeah. I mean, we've done podcasts on it, but um, that's kind of the I, that was one of the best things that I learned in that hunter safety class mm-hmm. was sit down, think, observe, yeah. plan, and and it's applicable in so many different situations. Yeah. But sometimes when people are explaining to me, like how they how they ended up in the place that they're at. I'm like, you didn't follow like you didn't follow that simple rule. And now you're just, you're just going bonkers. Yeah.
0: And it's good to have simple rules because I think when we're in the moment of anything like that, being lost in the woods in the middle of desolation, like we need something so basic. Like, let me remember the word stop. And that that means sit down Think, observe, and plan. Right. Yeah, and kind of go through those step by step. Because as I've shared before, when my dad thought he was dying of a heart attack, he just prayed the Our Father, and he was like so embarrassed. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I thought I was dying. I couldn't think of some deep thing to say. It's like I I was like, Dad, that's what the Our Father's for. That's what memorized kind of structured prayer is for. Is when when we're in a dramatic situation, we just pray it. You know, pray what we know. So yeah, something Mm -hmm. simple like that could be helpful. I would imagine.
1: That's it. So, anyways. I would highly recommend if you've never taken a hunter safety class or like a wilderness survival class, yeah. check it out. Uh, if you've never actually looked at the rules for discernment, I'm always edified to go to the bathroom over at uh, yeah, the companion's the, house yeah. down in the basement. They have them on the mirror. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, I should do that. And then I don't. Okay. Um, so I instead I put up the um, spiritual and corporal works of mercy. Wow. Oh, okay. So that's the goal is right. to try to memorize those okay nice. I got the corporal ones those aren't too too hard okay it's more like like admonish the center it's like, oh I see Yeah, Did you know that was one <laughs> anyways alright that's it that's all I got cool you chose well that was the one I originally wanted to do but I was like yeah well we'll see nice so um, shout outs um, I don't have... I, I forgot. Did I shout out Jonathan Dean, who's a deacon
0: candidate of ours? I have him on my list. I don't know if I took nope. it off. So Jonathan Dean is a deacon candidate for our eparchy. He'll hopefully be ordained the deacon soon. You know, he listens. He's been a listener for a while and uh, becoming a good friend of mine. And uh, he and I have... Actually, have not answered him back, but by the time he hears this, I, have, I will have. Um, we've been kind of communicating through text over some of our concerns about the scandal and things like that and ways that we can... Uh, improve mm. there's the the, the things that the scandal harmed in the life of our specific Byzantine church and eparchy and that's been it's been nice to feel that there's progress even through just a communication that's that's even though it's irregular so yeah shout out Jonathan Dean soon to be Deacon Jonathan Dean God willing cool. and this the shout out to Deacon Joel Barstat who will soon be Father Joel Barstat
1: oh yeah. yeah
0: he'll be ordained a priest uh, end of October 25th
1: yeah it'll be within like two weeks yeah Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, we, that's been a long time coming. Yes. Absolutely. Can't wait for that. Um, I have a couple notes. One is, uh, give a shout out to, uh, Josh Landon uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Um, I, I got a nice letter from Victoria Hall and, uh, she was like, you know, you should, you should definitely give us a shout out. she, I think she said that you're her spirit animal, maybe. Oh, I am? Yeah.
0: That's right. You, you're you usually everybody's spirit I'm usually animal. Yeah, so. usually spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll some, take it.
1: Somebody told me that I'm actually the spirit animal for me is the new Phillies. no, the <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers <laughs> mascot. Did you hear about this? I've seen that. Was that yeah. you that said no, that? No, no, that wasn't me, but I oh, get it. Oh, Steve Sale. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, Josh <laughs> Landon and Victoria Hall. I actually don't know how they're related. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but um, yeah, so Josh, get to know Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, let's see here, um, and then there was another one. Ryan Mack. It's Ryan Mack's birthday on Today? October eighth, oh. something like that. Uh, so shout out to him. Saw him at the um, uh, pre seminarian um, pre seminarian uh, softball game. Uh, or I mean, the alumni day he wasn't at the softball, but I pitched okay. for the pre seminary and golf or the softball game. Right. Now I've always ha- admired my mom for playing sol- slow pitch softball because okay. it, it was actually pretty enjoyable to watch. Right, um, and there was this lady who was the pitcher named Goose. Okay. And I always thought that was the <laughs> coolest nickname. So Goose <laughs> was the um, was the pitcher, and Goose would would pitch it super high Okay. you don't give any flat pitches you gotta right. pitch it high okay. so that if they're gonna hit it they gotta hit it just the right angle Right. well I tried I tried and I tried and it's a lot harder than you realize uh, right. to pitch slow pitch softball and I gave up the game game winning oh. hit game winning hit we were up by two runs oh. in the ninth in the in ninth inning and I gave up the game winning hit and I and I I just immediately, as soon as as soon as I pitched it, I knew it was going to get tattooed, yeah. And it did, and I I didn't even look at it. I just walked off the field, <laughs> went into the dugout, you know, changed my changed my whatever, <laughs> and then walked out.
0: Were they so they the home team? So it was a walk off. Yeah,
1: it was seminarians. Uh, yep, yep. Seminarians beat the priests. Okay. And then I get, gave myself a huge cut. Yeah, I saw that. Ugh. So, okay. any anyway,
0: well, I want to I give a shout out for birthdays to my grandmother who turns 90 on in the uh, next week. And we're having a birthday party tomorrow. So, oh, Gino yeah. Lachlan, Little Sisters of the Poor here in Denver. Well, 90 years old. Mullenholm, yeah.
1: 90 years young.
0: 90 years young, Gino Lachlan, If you need a good, if you want to hear like old school, Irish mafia-ish, hilarious banter, go yeah. talk to my grandmother. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, she's hilarious.
1: Cool all right folks hope you don't get lost you will be in desolation unless your name is Father Michael <laughs> Uh check us out on uh, Facebook Twitter uh... Alexa
0: play Catholic stuff you should know she already is I know well maybe, maybe they're playing this somewhere else oh, and man. then she'll start playing what, it too what's the name of that Stitcher is oh Stitcher we're on Stitcher, Stitcher I think yeah just go to our website and everything that we're on is on our website oh, okay. now Kazberg's been great about that all right Alexa send Catholic stuff whiskey. Easy.
1: Easy. I know people that. Oh, heard. by the way, somebody sent us sea salt caramel beaver nuggets. Oh wow. I haven't opened them yet, but it's about time. Okay, let's do it. Alright, uh, folks. You're not a good Lord's night. Day tomorrow night. What? You're not a Lord's Day tomorrow night. Where is it? At your place it's or It's already at Japan? my place. So, so. Nice try, dude. Catholic right. Stuff podcast gmail.com, like us on Facebook. We will see you next